everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Melissa Yale. Hi, Emma. Thank you for having me. Melissa, it's so glad to, to have you here today and to meet you. And as we typically start, I would ask you about your story, but I know that we're going to get to that as we work through the chapter. And so to start us off, would you just give us um, a little bit of a setup? Acts 26, we're jumping in in the middle of a story. What's going on? Absolutely. Well, this is this is the end of um, the beginning that started in Acts 25. And now we have Paul's response to King Agrippa. And it's his testimony of his his defense of what he's done or not done um, in terms of preaching uh, Christ to the Jews and Gentiles. It's his conversion story um, as he walks through um, when Jesus met him on the road to Damascus. And it's then his final uh, challenge to King Agrippa and Festus on whether or not they, they, what they believe, on what they believe. That's great. In the middle of that, you mentioned we get Paul's story about when Jesus met him. And I would love to hear just what are some uh, similarities and differences you see between Paul's story and your own? Well, first of all, um, you know, we, we know Paul's story, his moment on the road to Damascus, where Jesus met him with a light from heaven and brought him in and said, why are you kicking against the goats? Or what is, it is useless for you to fight against my will. And, and Paul then chooses um, to follow after Christ and to, to ch- share his message. And so um, I, I don't know that I had a conversion moment on the road to Damascus. But, I can't say that I did either. <laughs> but I definitely know that God has worked in my life. And um, I came to know Christ when I was six and baptized at a very young age and then grew up in that sort of Christian home environment, but still came across many, many struggles with just not really knowing who I am and identifying as a, a child of God mm. and being loved well by Him. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to highlight a few things in my sure. life where I feel like God transformed me, um, both in good events and, and events that He used to show me more of His love for me. And one of those events was when I was in my early 20s, I was able to find a man who chose to love me with all of my faults and um, just loved me for who I was. And that was a way where I found out that in that marriage, that was God's love being shown in, mm-hmm. in a relationship, in a husband and wife relationship. Some other really special, important highlights to me were when I gave birth to my two sweet children, um, who are now uh, eight and 10 years old. But when they were two and four, we went through a time where my husband was diagnosed with cancer. And unfortunately, um, within 13 months, God chose to take him home. When we were trying to figure out what God had for us next in life after the, the death of my husband and the, the death of my children's father, not really knowing what God had for us, wondering and questioning God's control, but knowing that He was. I was also diagnosed with cancer. Wow. And I I sit here today, five years cancer-free, and I am so thankful. But in all of that process, what I found is that, that God is, one, first and foremost, my creator. Hmm. And He's the giver of life. And that life that I have, the hope that I have— in this life and in facing death 
is because of Jesus. And I think that because he is, again, the creator, the author of life, and also the giver of life, I can live my life in a place of of gratitude every day for what I've been given and a place to serve and follow him. Mm-hmm. And I think even though my story is so very different from Paul's, um, it is the same in that Paul chose to live his life for Christ. Mm. He saw what Jesus did on the cross, and he lived every day of his life being a witness of that of of the gospel. Yeah, and of Jesus's love and his death and resurrection for us. The light of that it says in verse twenty three that um, Jesus would be the proclaimed light both to our people and Gentiles. And I am just thankful for the light that Jesus then shines in his followers. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the the testimony of your husband's life, that you're able to look back and see how he lived for Christ. And I love the testimony of your life, that in the midst of a lot of a lot of hard things, uh, you can still see the beauty in Christ's character despite the circumstances that you've walked through. And I'm I'm also struck, Melissa, by by something you said about it's the same power that that was in Paul as he stood before Agrippa and Festus. It's the same power that was in your husband as he proclaimed Christ despite his sickness, and the same power that's in you now as you're a mom and leading your two children. And it's the same power that's in every believer who's listening to this conversation right now. And I think sometimes the enemy tries to feed us one of two lies. One being, I don't have a story like Paul or like Melissa. My God's not going to use my testimony. Or the second lie being, I've faced all of these hard things. My story can't be that good. What encouragement would you have for the for a person listening who might be wrestling with either of those lies? I think in the power of every testimony is the work of Christ in our lives. And just as Paul was sent um, to to open up the eyes of the Gentiles to turn from darkness to light and overcome the power of Satan, it all comes in the place of being forgiven of our sins and working through um, being sanctified by faith in Jesus. And just to know that that you are a unique and special um, created being of a God who loves you and wants so much for you. Mm. And and he's given you this life. He's given you this day to follow him and to love him well and to love others well. I love it. That's such a good encouragement. Melissa, any any final remarks as we wrap up? I think in reading this chapter, um, you know, the key verse that I walked away from is Paul just speaking boldly after he's been criticized for being crazy. He says, I'm speaking true and rational words. Mm. And then really just flat out ask King Agrippa, what what is it that you believe? What do you believe? And and I think that that is a question that we have to ask ourselves. And not just coast in it. Right. I think sometimes there's a, a tendency if, like you, like you and I both, if you've grown up in the church or from really your whole life, to say, oh, yeah, I know that I believe Jesus. Right. 
but to really like take it in as your own. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean to be- what does it mean to believe in Jesus? And what does it mean to follow Him with all of your heart, soul, and mind, regardless of whatever might come your way? Absolutely, I love it. Well, Melissa, thank you for being here. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.